Led by and for women and people of color in New Mexico, Bold Futures builds communities where people have what we need to make real decisions about our bodies and lives. Through Culture Shift, we create art, messages, and media to shape narratives that matter, which includes this podcast, Heart of New Mexico, and the limited series, Bienvenidos All. This is the third episode in the Bienvenidos All series, exploring religious refusals and their impact on New Mexicans and their families. I'm your host, Kat Sanchez. Refusing to provide care or services to others based on religious beliefs is called a religious refusal, and it is discrimination. The current presidential administration has recently rolled back protections for LGBTQ individuals who are seeking health care and also those individuals who are seeking abortion care. In our first two episodes, we heard from several Southern New Mexicans on how religious refusals can or has impacted their lives. We shift the conversation today in this episode to a faith perspective. Pastor Vanji Chavez was raised in Santa Fe and moved to Albuquerque after coming out as a lesbian. She leads the Rising Sun Christian community in Albuquerque, where I met with her to speak about religious refusals from the faith perspective. You mentioned that you are a pastor as well as uh, a lesbian and you're a woman of color. You came out before you became a pastor? I did. I, uh, I came out when I was 18 years old, uh, right out of high school, though. I knew that there was something uh, different about me when I was uh, probably five or six years old. Uh, so I've always known that, um, that, that there was uh, something different about me. I, uh, I liked girls. Uh, so I came out at 18 years old. I did not uh, go into ministry until I was probably 30, uh, 30-ish. Uh, did not, uh, was not ordained uh, as a pastor until uh, I was uh, 40, 49, I believe. Was your, the ministry that you started, was it the uh, religion that you were raised in? It was not. I was, uh, I was raised Catholic. I left the Catholic Church at a very early age, at 12 years old. And I left because a priest, when I was in the confessional, called me stupid. And I, uh, and I felt at that point that that was not okay. So I left the confessional and walked out of the church and did not go back. What was your calling at 30 for you to go back into the faith in a different religion? I was in a relationship at that time. It was my first long-term relationship. And uh, we had decided to have a child. And when we had our baby girl, I, uh, I thought that it would be good to get back into the church and to raise her in a church environment. I did not go back to the Catholic Church. I didn't want to have anything to do with the Catholic Church at that time. So I, um, I began going to Metropolitan Community Church here in Albuquerque, and that's where I began my faith journey once again. So um, I was with uh, MCC for about 24 years, and that is where my faith journey uh, grew. Uh, that's where I did lots of ministry. Um, I left MCC in 2004, and um, after I left MCC, I knew God had called me to ministry. I just did not know where that was, where that was gonna take place, or what, was gonna, what that was gonna look like at that time. In 2007, 
I uh, began a ministry, which was Rising Sun Ministries, actually, but it was Rising Sun Ministries. It was not a church at that time. Our, our mission at that point was bridging the relationship between Christian faith communities and the LGBTQ community. So what we were doing is we were going to churches, to various denominational churches, to help them begin the conversation of welcome and acceptance for LGBTQ folks within their church. I, uh, I began attending the EACA, the Evangelical Anglican Church uh, in America, and um, it was there where I uh, began to pursue the professional ministry, and that's where I, that's where I was ordained. Some religious institutions, as you, as you had mentioned, are not welcoming or, okay. or accepting, and some people who have those same religious beliefs can oftentimes feel emboldened or use religion as a reasoning to deny services, whether it's healthcare or, or business services or employment opportunities. That kind of discrimination um, is called religious refusals. Was that something you had heard of before? You know, I had not, I, I really had not heard the term religious refusals. The first time I've heard about anything uh, with that respect was, you know, of course, the refusal to issue marriage licenses in, in, in Arkansas, the refusal for the baking of the cake for the same-sex uh, uh, wedding or the flowers or things like that. That's the first time I had heard of uh, someone refusing to provide a service based on their religious beliefs. As a born and raised New Mexican, what do you feel some of the values, New Mexican values, are that you were raised with? I, I was I was raised in northern New Mexico, where you know Santa Fe and and in the Albuquerque area, this 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 part of of the culture, we are a really a people oriented culture. We value people. It is about caring for one another. It is about valuing who people are. It is about, uh, you know, an open table. If you're hungry, come. I mean, my mom had an open table. Come and, and eat. Um, you know, if you're if you're hungry. Generally, as a culture, uh, we loved our neighbor. We loved. Uh, you know, we were a close knit family, and so it was about it was about people. It was always about people, and it was about caring for people, and it was about uh, you know, loving one another, even if you you may not have liked someone so much, but it was about you were going to care for them anyway. Seemingly, those New Mexico values that you're talking about, close-knit, caring, seemingly those don't equate with or or are even close with what religious refusals is. That's correct. That's correct. And again, it is because religious refusal, in my mind, is based on a belief. And in large part, uh, the belief for LGBTQ folks and what the church has taught about that uh, is wrong. And, and I, I will blatantly say it is wrong because the, 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 the scriptures that are used, the scriptures that are in the Bible that, um, that uh, have been used against us, there's nothing in those scriptures that talk about relationship, that talk about love. It has nothing to do with that. Given what Rising Sun stands for in terms of acceptance, as a person of faith, what would you say to someone who has faced a religious refusal, a transgender individual, or 
or anybody from the LGBTQ community who has faced religious refusal, either in employment or um, in a service that they were, they were looking for, what would you tell them? You know, the first thing I would say to them is you are beautiful in the eyes of God that you need to understand your value and who God has created you to be. Uh, God has created your spirit, God has created your heart, and God loves you. And so that's the first thing that I would say to them is that you are valuable. You are a child of God. Let no one tell you any differently. Uh, that doesn't, it doesn't discriminate. It doesn't, it doesn't not count anybody. I mean, it counts everybody, all of us. So that's the first thing I would say. Uh, be confident in who you are and who God has created you to be. Because God created your, you, God created you. God created your inner self. Um, secondly, it would be about if you're able to ask questions, why, ask questions about why do you feel like you cannot provide this service to me? What is it about your religious beliefs that says uh, that, you, that you can't provide this service? I'm always curious to find out what that response will be. Again, are you just relying, oh, because my, my, my priest told me or my pastor told me or uh, scripture says, well, okay, so what does scripture actually say about this? And do you know what, do you know what that means? Uh, you know, again, thirdly, education is, education is critical. Educate yourselves on these six clobber passages that they use um, for yourself so that you can understand and be comfortable with who you are and understand that those scripture passage, passages do not refer to you as an individual. So educate yourself with that, ask the questions, uh, engage in conversation because change happens. When, you, when um, there have been several occasions that I have met people who are totally homophobic, yet after conversation with me or my wife or um, uh, even you know friends who are LGBTQ or, or um, uh, and they have, they have conversations and they get to see who I am as a person and get to know that I am, that I am uh, just like they are, um, get to know who I am, they, they change. So this is about helping people change as well uh, by educating them and by giving them a different perspective of who we are. Given your position as a person of faith, as a pastor, given the New Mexico values that you, you were raised with that you explained to us, would you say that religious refusals is a New Mexico value? No, absolutely not. Religious refusals uh, is not by far a New Mexico value. Um, I believe that our people are about people about loving people, about, for the most part, accepting people and what they offer. Um, I think that there are those that don't understand. Um, I think about my parents. When I first came out to my parents, 
I'm one of those blessed ones that uh, they, they, they accepted me. Though they didn't understand, uh, they accepted me. And, um, uh, you know, my dad, my dad said, and my dad was one of these macho males, macho uh, Mexican males. And, um, but he said, uh, you're not the first and you're not going to be the last. And I love you. And uh, she, my mom was funny, uh, but yeah, she was, uh, she was accepting and she was just curious about, uh, you know, just about the, the lifestyle itself. Uh, my brothers, I was, uh, I am uh, the youngest and the only girl and uh, with three older brothers. Um, they were all uh, very accepting, their families very accepting. So I was one of those blessed ones that did not that uh, did not have to deal with the judgment and the condemnation from family, but that's what I grew up with. And I think that that, that, that reflects New Mexico values uh, for the most part, is that uh, you, don't, you don't refuse care to someone who is in need, right? You don't refuse uh, a meal to someone who has come to be fed. Um, you you help one another. You um, you know you, you you care and you provide for for your neighbor. Um, I think that's the those are the uh, those are the values that I was raised with, and those are the values that I that I think New Mexico shares. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Our thanks to Pastor Vanjie Chavez from the Rising Sun Christian Community in Albuquerque for speaking to us about religious refusals. If you missed the first two episodes, catch up with Heart of New Mexico and the limited series Bienvenidos All on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to subscribe and share the podcast with friends. Follow us on social media as well. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and online at boldfuturesnm.org backslash heart of New Mexico.